first of all, he's got to say our statement of faith. This is my Bible. It is the word of truth. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can. I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I am humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I'm mature in the Lord. And I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 6, 35 reads, Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. And whoever believes in me will never thirst. Father God, as we come before you this morning, oh God, Father, we come with humble hearts, Lord God, asking, oh God, that your Holy Spirit come in, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh God, that you will set the pace this morning in this place this morning, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Father God, allow me to sit down as you rise up this morning, oh God. And Father, I'll be so careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise that's due you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. You may be seated at this time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My message is to you this morning. I am. I am. And my objective is for us to really have a relationship with the Lord. So we will have the true meaning of who I am really is. Do you really know the great I am? Do you really know him? Do you have a relationship with the great I am? And I pray that when we finish this prayer, this message this morning, that you will have a better relationship with our God. First, giving honor to God, I thank him for the opportunity to stand before his people. I thank Pastor Bolden in his absence this morning. I ask God's blessings upon him and his family. And I pray that God will continue to be with him and strengthen him. And I ask God to just continue to be with each and every one of us. I thank him for the dynamic ministry we have here at Striving for Perfection Ministry. It is a dynamic ministry that we have. I give honor to my four children. I thank God for my son Ronald that's here with me each Sunday. Praise God for my daughter in Texas and my son in Texas and my son in Atlanta. I praise God because God has been so good. He has been so good. We have something to praise him for. We have so much to praise our God for and just to thank him for the many blessings that he has bestowed upon us. I'm not going to be long before you this morning. It's going to be a short message, but I'm going to do what God gave me for his people this morning. You see, we read the names of God in our Bibles, but do we really understand what the meaning of who he is is? Do we really understand the meaning of who he is? Turn with me in your Bibles to Exodus 3. And it reads, 
and, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about where it was. God was talking to Moses, and he was talking to Moses through the burning bush. And he told Moses not to come any further because he was on holy ground. So I want you to go down to 3 and 7. It says, God said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cries because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Drop down to verse 10. God said, come now. Therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. In 11, it says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will serve God on this mountain. Moses said, what shall I say? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am have sent you. Hallelujah. I am have sent you. The Lord God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent you to me, have sent me to you. This is my name forever and my memorial to all generations. This is God's name forever. I am. And it's for all generations. You see, God's word will stand until the end of time and nothing in it will change. No matter how you would like for the word to change because of your situation, it will not change. God's word is forever, forever. God said, I am. I am is present tense. That means I am right now. Not tomorrow, not I was, but I am right now and I am forever. We have to get that into our spirit, man. I am right now and I am forever. God said I am forever. God sent Moses to bring the children out of Egypt. And he was freeing them from slavery. But you know what? He was bringing them out of bondage. Is anyone in this room today? In bondage? Is there something weighing you down today? Hallelujah. Is there something in your life that God may have told you to do and you haven't done it? 
Is something keeping you from being obedient to the word of God? Is there anything in your life that's keeping you from being obedient to the word of God? What's been holding you down? Or keeping you from doing those things? Could it be that someone once told you that you would never amount to anything? Or didn't have what it takes to be great? She see, years ago, people would cut you down and tell you you wasn't going anywhere. You wasn't going to be anything in life. I came to tell you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Hallelujah. He said that you could do all things through Christ that strengthens you. There is nothing that you can't do when you have the Lord in your life. Nothing. And I said nothing that you cannot do when God is in your life. You can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. You've just got to let him work in your life. See, we have got to allow God the time to work within us and on us. So many times we want to do it ourselves. But God is saying he will give you the strength that you need. You cannot do it in your own strength. It's in the strength that God will give you that you are able to do these things. God will make all things possible. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because we are God's workmanship. And if we have him on the inside of us, there is not anything that we cannot accomplish. Nothing. You see, Moses didn't feel like he could do what God wanted him to do. He made all kind of excuses why he shouldn't go. My speech, I stutter. You know, I'm not eloquent enough. How, how many times when things happen in your life that you have no control over and you can't figure it out? But God told Moses, I'm going to be with you. You know, there are moments when you don't have control over things. And I'm just going to make you have a little laugh right here because last week I didn't have control over some things while I was on the prayer line. Those who are sitting in here that was on the prayer line will probably know what happened. I'm on the prayer line and we had prayed a prayer. Oh, God had definitely moved on that prayer line on Tuesday morning. God had moved, and I was just so excited about all that God was doing. Got ready to finish the prayer, and I had said amen. I looked down at my little telephone, y'all, and it was black screen. This ain't the telephone. This is my little Bible. I looked down, and it was black screen, and I say, oh, my God, what's happening here? Black screen. So I tried to figure out how to turn it off. Nothing would happen. Hit the little button on the side and held it down like you normally do if you want to just cut your telephone off. A little thing popped up where it says off, airplane, or what have you, but before I could touch it, it went to another screen. Now, me, I, like, I talk to myself, you guys. So I'm online. So I'm, I said, well, wonder if I was even online this morning. Wonder if I even prayed this morning. Lord, I don't know what's going on this morning. And I'm still trying to turn it off. All of a sudden, I see a little text go across. 
Miss Marvel, we hear you. <laughs> Miss Marvel, you're still online. And I said, and, and then Miss Adrian sent a text says, Miss Marvel, turn your phone off. And I responded, I said, well, I'm trying to turn my phone off, but can't get my phone off. So would all of you please do me a favor and turn your phones off so we can disconnect. Now, at that time, thinking everybody was going to disconnect at that time, they still online. And I'm still talking to myself, talking about, I don't know what's going on with this phone here. And I'm still getting texts. All of a sudden, one little text came in at the end. And that text said, and that came from Veronica Friend. And it said, just pray. <laughs> and when that text came in, let me tell you, the telephone came back on the right screen, and I was able to turn the phone off. I say, praise the Lord. But you know what I was praising God for? I praise God more because for once, I did not rebuke the enemy. I realized that there was, had been such a powerful prayer online that morning that I could not give the enemy any credit of messing that prayer up that morning. So I say, thank you, Lord. When I got off and hung the phone up, I say, thank you, Lord, that I did not let the enemy have any credit this morning because we just had a powerful prayer this morning. And I refuse to let him get any credit for messing it up this morning. So I thank God for Veronica, who just sent that little message that say, just pray. And God worked through just that little just pray, because she undoubtedly was praying that I get off that telephone and get it straightened out. So I say, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Who is the great I am to you? Who is the great I am to you? What does he mean to you? If he is the great I am in your life, there should be some changes in your life. There should be some changes in our life, I should say, in our life. See, I'm going to be just real with you this morning. Most of the time we tip around and we don't want to hurt folks' feelings or anything. But you know, sometimes it's good to hurt your feelings so that you will understand and know what God has in store for you or won't from you. Sometimes we have to have our feelings hurt. It's not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be easy all the time. See, we must treat people right. We must treat people right. We must treat people the way we want to be treated. That's what the word of God says. We can't hate because God told us that we ought to love our enemies. No matter how they treat us, we don't have the right to hate them. We've got to love them because God told us we ought to love our enemies. We can't envy others. And one thing we can't do is gossip. We need to get that out. Gossip. When God said we should love our brothers and our sisters, he actually meant that. When he said we should forgive, he actually meant that. 
when he said we should honor our mother and our father so that our days would be long upon the earth? He actually meant that. We thank God is such a loving child that he will overlook some of the things that we do and some of the things that we say. But you know, when we are disobedient to the word of God, he will not overlook. He will not overlook. We have got to follow God's word and not do it our way. We must understand, we must obey the living and live according to God's word. We must also be an example. This is very important. We must be example for our youth. We have got to be an example for our youth. They've got to see it in our walk and in our talk. In everything that we do, our youth need us today, y'all. They have so much going on in their lives, and they need us to be the examples walking before them uprightly, serving God and doing what God has called us to do. Hallelujah. So let us do the things that God has called us to do. You know, COVID hit a few years, two years ago. And a lot of people decided they didn't want to get the, the shot. A lot of people did decide they didn't want to wear a mask. They complained about everything, but yet they didn't do their part. The children of Israel, when they were out in the wilderness, because it didn't go their way, they complained against God. Even though God fed them, gave them manna, gave them quail to eat while they were out there, they said, oh, it would be so much better for us to go back to Egypt. It would be so much better for us to go back to Egypt. He brought us out here to let us die. You see, even though COVID came in, I heard some complaints. When is God going to put an end to this? We haven't always put everything on God. We always put everything on God because there are things that are in our control. We could have did our part. Just put the mask on. We could have did our part. COVID has taken some lives, caused some to have health issues. God is still in control. We play an important part, so let us make sure we are doing our part to make a difference. We've got to do our part to make a difference. The past two years have been rough. The past two years have been rough. And I know it's hard with us with all these masks on. The past two years have been rough. But God brought us through. Even though it was rough, God still brought us through. The great I am is still watching over us. The great I am is still watching over us. And he will continue to do his part. We just got to make sure that we get with the program and do our part. Do you really know who he is? His desire is for us to have a closer walk with him. And he wants us to spend time with him in prayer and in meditation. Turn with me to John 14. 
Now, this scripture in John 14 is one that we usually read for funerals. But this is what God gave me to add this into this message this morning. I still hear some pages turning. John 14. It says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. And the way you know. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. If you've known me, you would have known my Father. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Jesus had been with his disciples, had walked with his disciples, and still they did not know him. Philip came along after that and said, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. You see, there are times just that we should believe without seeing. We should believe without seeing. There's so many times we want to see. We want proof of what's going on. But it's good to believe without seeing. How many of you come to church each Sunday and you still don't know his voice? When he speaks to you, you're confused. I don't know if that was God speaking to me. I don't know what it was. Or just the, I don't know if it's me. Sometimes we use that. I just, I think that was just me. I think that was just me. You've got to know the voice of God. We need to know the voice of God when he speaks to us. We've got to know his voice. If we want to get to God, we must go through Jesus. Jesus is the way. And he is whatever we need. He is whatever we need. My Bible tells me that he holds everything in the palm of his hand. He is the way to our salvation. He is the way to our eternal life. There is no other way to expect to get to glory except through him. There is no other way except through him. He is the only way. The only way. So what's causing you? What's causing you to not obey him? What's causing you to not walk with him? Jesus is the living word. He is the beginning and the end. And there is no in-between. The only in-between comes is when you want to do it your way. That's the in-between. When you decide that I want to do it my way, but I'm here to tell you there is no other way. There is no other way. 
You can't hide from God because he's an all-knowing, all-seeing God. He sees everything that we do. He knows everything. Told Jeremiah, I know you before you were formed in your mother's womb. So he knows everything about us. Hallelujah. Some of us have been in the church all of our lives. And I was listening to a minister on TV the other day. And he was talking about how he had been in church his whole life. Never did anything wrong. He said, I never had drugs. I never smoked cigarettes. He said, I never did any of those things because I've been in church my whole life. But then he said something shocking to me. He said, all of my sinning came in the church. All of my sinning came in the church. So that let me know you could be in church and have issues in your life. You could be sitting right under the sound of my voice this morning and have issues in your life. Sitting here but not doing the will of God. Not doing the things that God has called you to be, to do. Hallelujah. Not walking with God. Not letting God use you. See, it's so important for us to have a relationship. We got to have a relationship with God. If you got a relationship with God, you want to read his word. You want to pray as much as you can. You want to seek his face. Hallelujah. I know we're all going through struggles, but we've got to make sure that we don't fall into that category of not knowing who he is in our life. We can't fall into that category. We've got to make sure. This year, Pastor was talking about the great triumph, how we're going to be triumphant this year. We're going to up, walk uprightly before God. Hallelujah. We want to make sure that we're doing those things, walking uprightly before God, doing the things that God has called us to do. The great I am paid a price for us. He paid a price for us. Not to walk like you want to walk or not to do what you want to do, but to do it his way. Hallelujah. We can't repay him for what he did for us. No way we can repay him for what he did for us. The only way we can repay him is to live for him. Hallelujah. Let him be the center of everything that we do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you begin to grasp who the great I am is, you will begin to walk in the path he has for us and will know who you are in him. You will know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by him. You will know that you are an original design. Hallelujah, because you were specially made by the great I am. Hallelujah. You will know you can do all things to Christ that strengthens you. Hallelujah. And you will have a positive attitude. Hallelujah. The things that have held you back, the stumbling blocks that were in your way are no longer there because you are walking with the great I am and you're allowing him to move in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have victory when we walk with God. Hallelujah. He is our shelter in the storm. Hallelujah. Don't you know that you're going to have some stormy days? 
Don't you know the rain is going to come some days? It's not going to be all sunshiny all the time. Hallelujah. You know that you can depend on God when the storm comes. You can depend on him. Hallelujah. 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 You can depend on him. Hallelujah. You can depend on him. And I know we're thinking about physical storms. But what about the storms when your kids are acting up? What about the storms when maybe your car breaks down? Or your roof needs to be repaired? What about the storms when your funds have gotten low? And you don't know what you're going to do when the funds are low. That's the time you need to know the great I am. That's the time you need to have a relationship when the storms come. Because storms are going to come. They are going to come. And it's so important for each of us to have a relationship with our God. When, don't just call upon him when the storm comes. See, you've got to have a relationship before the storm comes. It's got to be a relationship before the storm comes. You've got to be prayed up before the storm comes so that when the storm do come, you know that your God heard you when you cried out to him. But see, some, he may not answer because he doesn't have a relationship with you. You haven't cried out to him before the storm came. But when the storm came, you don't have to worry about it. He'll supply your need. Hallelujah. He'll be there with you when the storm comes. Hallelujah. He is your Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Hallelujah. He will provide everything that you need. Have you ever been down to your last dime? You didn't know where, how to make it. Your last dime. Your last dime. I've never been down to my last dime, but have you ever been down to your last dime? There's some people who've been down to their last dime and did not know where the next meal was coming from. You just better know how to call on him. You just better know how to call on the great I am. He said he would supply all of your need. Not some, but all of your need according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. We're going to go back to our scripture text, which is John 4, 6. In 35, it says, Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. He is our Redeemer. Hallelujah. You remember the story about Elizabeth and Zechariah? The angel had come to Zechariah while he was in the temple praying. Zechariah was a priest. And he was taking care of the incense, doing the incense in the temple at that time. The angel came to Zechariah and told Zechariah that his wife Elizabeth was going to have a child. Zechariah didn't believe it because Zechariah and Elizabeth was very old at that time. Well past childbearing. And the angel said to him, she's going to have a child. And that child's name will be John. And he's going to pave the way for our Lord and Savior. And because of his unbelief, 
because of his unbelief, the angel told him, you would be mute until the baby is born. You will not be able to say anything until that baby is born. Hallelujah. And you know, when John came, when John came, He couldn't say anything, but he could write. So he wrote on a piece of paper. And everybody was there, thought that he was going to say that the child was going to be named after the father, Zachariah. And he wrote on the paper, his name is to be called John. Hallelujah. And Zechariah praised God. Zechariah praised God for what he had did in his life. God came through. Like I say, God may not come sometimes when you want him, but he'll come through at the right time. See, even though they were past childbearers, God gave them a child. He had told them they were going to have a child, but he gave it. And that child came. Why did that child come? Because he was paving the day, way for our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer who is the bright and morning star. Without him, there would be no stars because my Bible told me that he flung the stars in the sky. He flung the stars in the sky. Hallelujah. He is the Alpha and he is the Omega. He's the beginning, and he is the end. Everything started with him, and everything will end with him. Who is he to you? Who is he to you this morning? Hallelujah. Who is he to you this morning? Can you say, he is my everything? If he is your everything, we must put ourselves out of the way. We must let self die and let God begin to work in us. Let God do a new work in us, not just work in us. We are his ambassadors in the earth. We are God's ambassadors in the earth. And he is expecting us to spread the good news, to share with somebody, how God one day picked us up, how he turned our life around, how we were down maybe in the mocking, miry clay, but God saw fit to one day take us out of that and bring us up and pick us up, turn our lives around, hallelujah, not for us to do what we wanted to do, but for us to go out and serve him, for us to do his will in the earth. Hallelujah. God has called us to work for him, to spread his word, to love our enemies. Hallelujah. He is calling us for his work in the earth. He is the great I am. He is the great I am. Hallelujah. And we must serve him with all of our heart, with everything that we have, with all of our being. We've got to study to show ourselves approved. 
Hallelujah. We've got to study to show ourselves approved. See, the great I am laid down his life for us. And he didn't even think about it. He laid down his life for us. He suffered, he bled, and he died. Not for us to sit down on him. Not for us to sit down on him. He said, go out in the highways and byways and compel those to come in. He said, go and share the good news of Jesus Christ everywhere you go. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. We serve a good God. Hallelujah. The great I am. Do you really know who he is in your life? Do you really know who he is in your life? And if you don't know who he is, I ask that after today, you spend time with him. You get to know the great I am. And the only way you can know the great I am is to pick up this Bible and to start and to read. And not just the New Testament, but start with the beginning and read this complete Bible. Because see, the New Testament only confirms what happened in the Old Testament. See, the Old Testament told you about the coming of a, the great I am. The Old Testament. So if you don't read the Old Testament, you don't know how it all started. You don't know the way, those that paved the way to get all the way into the New Testament. Hallelujah. We need a relationship with our Lord. We need to get to know the master. He holds everything in the palm of his hand. So I admonish you today, spend some time with God. Get to know him as your personal savior. And don't just call upon him when the storms come. Call upon him when there is no storm. When there is no storm, call upon his name. Hallelujah. He is the great I am. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. Hallelujah.